Welcome to the podcast, all about the real deal on YouTube. I'm Kim, and this is Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube, where I tell you how I made $90,000 in my first year. That's right. It's kind of crazy, but it's real. Welcome back to my podcast series, Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube, where we investigate the reality of my personal experience on YouTube, what it took me to launch my channel, was I too late? Does my channel make money and grow in loyalty daily? Am I better equipped for YouTube than others? And what did I do to make this happen? I'm Kim Pratt, owner and creator of Natural Chaos YouTube channel, where I share my personal skincare journey, as well as take you along on all my world travels. My channel, social media handles, and all the equipment I use on YouTube and this podcast are linked in the description of this podcast and over on my website, www.naturalchaos.com. Remember, chaos is spelled K-A-O-S. All right, let's get into episode three, polarizing videos. There is more to gain in being liked by a few rather than by all. This may seem counterintuitive to you. I know you are thinking we should want everyone to like us. This way, you can start with the largest audience possible. Yes, in theory, being liked by everyone on this planet would be ideal, but pleasing everyone is impossible and you will never be relatable if you attempt to create content that you think everyone will like. Content that the entire world will like, first, does not exist, and two, is way too broad. It also doesn't spark attention, and in this crazy loud world, when you are in the fight for eyeballs and earlobes, being acceptable for all will never give you traction, interest, nor create loyalty. The best example of this polarizing phenomena is our current president, Donald Trump. You are either passionately opposed to him or a diehard supporter. There really isn't a middle ground with Trump. He views not being liked by everyone as a strength, not a challenge. In fact, he is probably the most polarizing person in this world. This works well because for voters, his brash, I don't give a damn about the establishment personality is extremely relatable and transparent. He is likely the most effective candidate ever when it comes to connecting with his target audience, serving them and inspiring loyalty. I'm sure I will get a ton of comments about this section of my podcast. Please share your thoughts. You are welcome to tell me I'm wrong. Just keep it classy. Also, let's give some time to our gracious sponsors. Podcasts would not be the same without sponsors. My mini series, Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube, is sponsored by Jifu. If any of you have watched my YouTube channel, Natural Chaos, you know I travel a ton with my family. Until last year, I thought I knew how to find deals online. Now I know I've been overpaying. Jifu has a unique travel portal that gives you access to wholesale deals on hotels, condos, flights, cars, cruises, and all types of activities. Like Netflix, it's membership-based. Book as much as you want anywhere in the world. The site features a seven-day money-back guarantee, cancel anytime, and 110% booking price match. I've used this booking engine every month for the past year, so I can personally speak to the real savings worldwide. If you are a business traveler, you will love the perks. Book with your AMX, collect Jifu travel reward credits, and when you check in, get your flight miles and hotel points. This is how I triple stack my points and travel more. The link to join is in the show notes. Stop overpaying for travel and enjoy more experiences this year. Thank you for understanding the sponsor plug. Now back to Trump and his very polarizing behavior. I use Trump as an example that being disruptive and polarizing can find you an audience. You may think your audience is out there, but you are not sure how big it is because no one has siphoned or connected with that niche. When Trump was running for president, he knew middle America was frustrated, but no one knew how big this audience was. 
As soon as he started saying what the U.S. conservative population was already thinking, it quickly became apparent that Trump discovered and gave a voice to passionate Americans who had felt overlooked by Washington. His disruptive rhetoric siphoned his audience in a very loyal way. Trump has more engaged and loyal supporters than any previous Republican candidate in my lifetime. Why is this? I believe it's because Trump does not try to be everything to everyone. He knows what his audience likes and he sticks to those talking points. This builds trust, consistency, and a very loyal and valuable audience. Whereas if we look at Mitt Romney's political career, Romney tried to appease both sides, and in the end, no one thought he was conservative enough. Consequently, he struggled building and connecting with an audience because he never found his niche. He apparently thought being conservative with a social health care plan would bring everyone to rally, but instead, it only confused voters. Oddly, Romney and Trump are actually kind of identical on paper. They both share a business background. They are conservatives. They both had wealthy upbringings, and then they both became even more wealthy based on their own merit. The major difference between Romney and Trump is that Trump didn't care about trying to stay in the middle. Trump let his radical don't care, say and tweet what I want, freak flag fly, and it inspired a new generation in politics. Of course, bring on your comments. I'm sure there are people who think I am way off. Just remember to keep it clean. I hope at this point you are absorbing that building an audience is the same concept for all arenas, be it a political campaign, a company, or a social media platform. An audience is simply a group of people with something in common. I actually have no idea if that's how Webster's Dictionary defines an audience, but it's how I define it. Side note, in case you are unaware, I make up my own words and definitions. Okay, I just looked up Merriam-Webster's dictionary and it defines an audience as a group of listeners or spectators. I actually like mine better because the synonyms they are using are cult, followership, and or following, which is why I believe the audience we are talking about is one that shares a commonality and is loyal based on that shared belief. This episode is called Polarizing Videos. Remember how we left episode two? It was October 7th, 2018. I was four months into my YouTube journey. I had 30 videos up, 168 subscribers, 400 watch hours, and had made a goal that I was going to be monetized by the end of the year. In order to submit for approval into the YouTube Partner Program, you need 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. If you are a small YouTuber, you know this goal was probably a bit of a reach, but I made it nonetheless. Realistically, I was thinking, how close can I actually get? At this point, I had still not isolated my audience. I was similar to most small YouTubers. I was making videos, seeing what would stick. And because of Young Living, many of my first videos are about products I am using from their brand. Although initially I thought Young Living could be a good niche, it became evident that these videos were not going to grow my channel. There simply weren't enough people searching the Young Living topic. To achieve my end of the year goal, I decided to do something drastic to become more searchable. This drastic video concept had been with me since the inception of my channel, but I was nervous to make it and share. Up to this point, my channel had featured a bunch of Young Living product unboxings, some makeup, and our family trips. The video I was contemplating I knew could be polarizing, and I wasn't sure if I was ready to be attacked by online accounts. 
With my deadline looming, I decided to make a 25% TCA video. Every fall for the last four years, I had been peeling my skin with TCA at home. And although I was always happy with the results, I knew there would be people who would not approve of my at-home skin regimens. Quickly, for those of you who are not aware, 25% TCA peels are done in plastic surgeon's offices. The burn is very intense. It curdles the keratin in your skin, causing the epidermis and upper layers of the dermis to die and fall off. Off, leaving your skin clear and tighter. You can understand my reservation in sharing this skin ritual, but in the end, I pushed the fear of any negativity to the side and did what was best for me and the growth of my channel. On October 8th, 2018, my first TCA video launched. Between October 8th and December 8th, so about 60 days, this video alone brought in 4,000 watch hours and another 300 subscribers. Seeing that this content was resonating and doing well, I decided to share another skincare process. My first microneedling video launched on November 11th, and in its first 30 days, it brought in nearly 2,000 watch hours and 330 subscribers. On December 12th, 2018, I had over 7,000 watch hours, 60 videos uploaded, and 1,100 subscribers. I quickly applied for the YouTube Partner Program, hoping I would be accepted before the end of the year. I was approved, and on Christmas Day, December 25th, 2018, my first Google ad ran on my channel, and it was a United Airlines commercial. The United Airlines ad was the perfect Christmas gift, and it filled me up because it was the causation of six months of hard work. Just as I thought, people were searching for TCA peel videos, and although the search volume isn't insane, it was enough to trigger a domino effect. But at first, I thought I had it all wrong. I was a bit disappointed because it was not performing as well as I had hoped, and for a minute, I didn't think it would launch my channel. Then two weeks after the TCA video had gone live, I started to notice that my comments were growing and the views were starting to double. I looked at the analytics and could see that YouTube was recommending my video. Finally, I had found something that would resonate and provide value. That video is over 30 minutes and people view most of it because they wanna see the outcome. Because of its length, this video provided me a lot of watch time and my watch hours shot up. The 25% TCA video brought in all types of comments because people either loved it or hated it. Thus, it was just like Trump, extremely polarizing. Most of these comments were good, but even the bad ones I appreciated because it was more interaction on my little channel, which helped the algorithm see my video as relevant and desirable. This actually brings me to another key point commenting. I see so many small YouTube channels putting out content, but never taking the time to comment back. This is such a lost opportunity. If you get five comments and comment back to all five, now you have 10 comments. This is good for your channel to show engagement and interest. My first year on YouTube, I commented back to every single person, even the crazy, foul, and rude comments. This is what you have to do to grow. Build community and show people you care and that you are real. If you want people to care about you, you better first show them that you care about them. This goes back to my point about always giving incredible value and reason for people to give you their time, eyes, and earlobes. I actually feel incredibly humbled and grateful every time I receive a comment on my channel. I beam, thinking, wow, this person found me, watched my video, and then decided to take the time to write me. How could I not 
honor them back. If you are listening to this podcast and you are from my channel, comment below if I ever messaged you back. I don't feel embarrassed asking this question because I know I have spent hours every single day personally commenting back and responding to the heaps of IG messages and emails I receive daily. This world is so loud and the competition so intense. I know firsthand you have to offer more than a video on a searchable topic. It needs to be quality meaning the production level is high with awesome music, titles, outtakes, good audio, and lots of insight on the topic you're offering. Also, do not play the clickbait game with tags that aren't in line with your video or thumbnails that aren't relevant. Number one, this is lame and desperate. And two, the algorithm will not reward you for this, but instead drop you. Because if people click your bait and immediately leave, YouTube will stop recommending you. And YouTube recommending you is where the growth and money is made. You need YouTube loving you. The algorithm loves Loves you when people stay and watch your videos. Then it rewards you by pushing more of your content out to the world of YouTube. YouTube's goal is simple. They want people on their platform as long as possible because they sell advertising. If your content keeps them there, then this is a win for all parties, YouTube and you. That was a bit of a tangent, but I think it's critical in understanding methodology on YouTube and insight in how to give back to the community you are hoping to build and how YouTube will give back to you if you make quality content that serves an audience. My 25% TCA peel and then my microneedling video both put me on the YouTube map. Those videos are still some of my top performing videos that make me money over a year later since their premiere. They are what in the YouTube world we call evergreen material. And with content in mind, let's take a minute to look at content and what you're going to choose when creating a channel. If you think you're going to pick up a camera and start vlogging and people are going to flock to watch you, sorry to burst your bubble, but they won't. You are not the Kardashians, so no one is searching your name, nor do they want to watch you. I realize this is tough, but it's the reality, and you came here to learn how to make money on YouTube, so I'm going to be real with you. If you want to grow a channel and make money from it, you need to pick a niche and create very searchable videos on that topic. Kim's vlog number three will never be searchable, nor will anyone want to watch me, whereas how to microneedle at home will be. Plus, how-to videos will be relevant for years to come. This is what it means to make evergreen content, content that can live on making you money on YouTube for years. I have a video on my YouTube channel that shows you graphs and compares videos of 2019, so you can see what I'm talking about when I refer to videos that will pay you every month. Now, with that said, as you gain traction and people are interested in you because they found you due to your searchable and helpful evergreen content, they will want to see glimpses into your life. After uploading 230 videos, I did a Q&A video about myself. I released it on New Year's 2020, and that video was well-received because I had worked for a year on giving 55,000 subscribers reasons to connect with me. Okay, you guys, so here's some steps. This is exactly what you're going to do. You will need a notepad for notes, and if you're driving, come back later and look in the show notes where I will list these steps or listen to me again if you like this podcast. Choose a topic and niche you feel confident in and see if you can find a polarizing spin on it. For instance, I hate cheese. I know I'm the only one in the world, but it's true. I don't like it. If I were launching a cooking channel, I might take the approach of making recipes that always call for cheese and creating them without. I might do a video called cheeseless Philly steak sandwich. People are going to wonder why there is no cheese on a sandwich, which normally has cheese. Also, this will resonate with a dairy-free audience. 
Or if you are really into fitness, you might do a challenge video like documenting fasting for a week and what happened or drinking celery juice for a week or what happens when you stay in a sauna for three hours. I don't even know if this is safe, but if you're into health, you can figure out a challenge that people will want to watch. And then of course, criticize you for probably a good rule to implore is if you know people will love or hate the topic you are presenting, then you are on the right track. Find a few other channels in your niche who kind of have the same vibe as you. This will be helpful because you can see the view count they receive on topics and what appears to be resonating. Make a list of 12 videos you want to do in that niche. See which videos are ranking in the top 10 for those search terms. Watch these videos, take notes, and then make your videos production and audio superior to your competition on YouTube. As you make your video, keep in mind YouTube values longer videos, so make sure to be past the 10 minute mark. I find 25 minute videos to be ideal, but don't waste people's time and make it longer than it needs to be. If you need more time, add in more value, helpful tips, incredible B-roll set to awesome music, a video insight about you, something to extend the video that adds value, not just time. Make sure to edit out all your ums and pauses. These are the steps and I wrote them down below for you, but I'll go through them really quick again. Find your topic niche, add a polarizing spin, observe your competition and take notes, list out 12 videos to make, make your quality better than your competition. Make sure each of your videos is over 10 minutes, 25 minutes is ideal and edit out your ums and pauses. So far, I hope I am not wasting your time and that you are finding good insight into what I did this past year. I look forward to visiting with you in my next episode, The Money. See you guys soon.